From the mind of a maniac. Eight horror stories that are interconnected either significantly or slightly and are all bundled into one gigantic collection. That's right, you get eight books for the price of one. Maniac on the Loose, The Nine Lives of Ski Mask, The Craving, The Caretakers, It Lives in the Attic, Goat Sucker, Spirit Stalkers, Hell is Full. All eight books for the price of one. Go to Amazon and search for From the Mind of a Maniac or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The First Date from Hell I had exchanged a few messages with a man on a dating website. We weren't far along in the conversation when he suggested we meet up at a nearby restaurant. I didn't know this man much at all. I didn't even know what he looked like, but decided to take him up on his suggestion. A public place like a restaurant was a safe enough spot, and who knows? Maybe he'd be the one. I was supposed to meet him at a restaurant called Italian Delight at 6.30 p.m. We were to meet at the bar. When I showed up at 6.20, the bar was empty, which was fine. It meant I was early. I ordered a glass of wine and waited. When 6.30 rolled around, he still wasn't there. Nor was he at 6.40 or 6.50. No, it was 6.58 when he strutted in arrogantly. He was wearing dress pants and a white shirt that was half unbuttoned, revealing his hairy chest and gold medallion necklace. He pointed at me with both fingers. Carla? I nodded. Ted? <laughs> In the flesh. Ted, I thought we said 6.30. Yeah, we did. I'm just running a little late. Well, you could have messaged me to let me know. I've been waiting. He proceeded to respond to me in a baby talk voice. Aww, were you worried about little old me? <laughs> he cackled and I could smell alcohol on his breath. He then hollered out to the bartender. Hey barkeep, give me a bourbon and make it snappy. Once he got his drink, he took a hefty swig and grinned at me in a mischievous way. Let's get a table, huh? He turned and started shouting at every employee in the restaurant. Hey, we need a table for two. Come on, how long do we have to wait? I was mortified by his behavior. To the host's credit, she moved swiftly and seated us at a quiet table in the back. Ted stared at me for a long while. You look a lot like my ex. I was amazed at the amount of first date rules this guy was breaking right off the bat. 
Oh, I do? Yeah, except she had much prettier eyes. He then stared down at my breasts. And she wasn't afraid to show off some cleavage. You got a nice rack. You shouldn't dress so conservatively. Don't be shy about showing off your stuff. Before I could respond to his extremely inappropriate comment, the waiter arrived. Ted immediately laid into him. Well, it's about time. You see this glass of bourbon here? If you ever let it get empty, you get no tip. Capiche? Yes, sir. I watched as the waiter hurried to the bar to inform the bartender of Ted's commands. Ted wasn't impressed. I can tell the service here is gonna suck the big one. He took another swig of his bourbon and then turned his attention to me. So, Carla, tell me all about you. I want to know everything. I'm genuinely interested. And I'm not just saying that because I'm hoping to get laid tonight. <laughs> he let out a hearty chuckle, but instantly recognized that I was not amused. Oh, what's the matter? You don't have sex on the first date? I answered sternly, No. Ted licked his lips. <laughs> Good. I like a challenge. The waiter showed up and took our order. Ted then turned his attention back to me. Hey, I wasn't kidding when I said I was interested in getting to know you better, so go on, tell me your life story. Just as I opened my mouth, his phone rang and he instantly held up a finger to shush me as he looked at the number and then answered the phone. Hey Phil, what's up? No, I'm on a date. Ah, eh, first date at that. Oh, she seems okay, a little bit shy. And she sure could use a hell of a lot more makeup, but I wouldn't kick her out of bed. <laughs> uh, listen, I'll give you a call later. He had the nerve to turn his attention back to me as though I hadn't just overheard his indiscreet phone call. I apologize for the interruption. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah, you were, uh, you were gonna tell me about yourself. Um, yeah, so go ahead. I shrugged. Well, I don't really know where to start. Well, how old were you when you lost your virginity? My jaw dropped, although I shouldn't have been surprised by any more lewd behavior at that point. When our food arrived, Ted immediately started wolfing down his spaghetti. He slopped the pasta around in his mouth and chewed with his mouth open. I couldn't take any more. Hey, Ted, I want you. Now. He instantly stopped chewing and smirked. Oh, yeah? I flashed a seductive smile. Drive around to the back alley. I'll meet you there. He launched from his seat, wiping his filthy mouth with a napkin. He began dashing toward the front door, but then stopped and walked back to the table while pointing at the food. You're paying for dinner, right? I let out a short laugh. Why was I surprised? Yes, Ted, it's on me. With that, he hurried out the front door. I walked to the back alley and he was waiting in his car as instructed. I got into the passenger seat. Ted had already removed his pants and underwear, revealing that he was fully ready for a sexual encounter. When he lurched for me, I held up my hand. Hold on. I began reaching into my purse. Oh hell, you're not gonna make me wear a rubber, are you? I smiled. Of course not. I removed the syringe from my purse, quickly stuck the needle in his neck, and pressed down on the plunger. He was unconscious before he ever knew what happened. 
I removed a hammer from my bag and beat a small hole in Ted's skull. From there, I proceeded to insert a straw into Ted's head and sip up all of his brain fluid, the true essence of life. I look like I'm in my late 20s, when in reality, I'm over 50. Not many people are aware that there is a fountain of youth. It's inside your head, literally. It keeps me young. I do this once a month. I get on the dating website and make a date with somebody. I prefer for them to be obnoxious jerks. It makes the task of killing them easier to live with. For Ted, this was the first date from hell. For me, it was perfect. The Bra Salesman My boyfriend has a bra fetish. He just loves seeing new and exciting styles, fashions, fabrics, and colors. So I try to keep things fresh for him, and I buy a lot of different bras. Bralettes, plunge bras, peekaboo bras, contour bras, strapless, lacy, chiffon, leather, silk, pasties, push-ups. I have them all, and I'm always shopping for more. The more unique they are, the better. There's a rather large lingerie shop near the mall in my town. It has a wide selection of undergarments and is constantly getting new items in. I stop by there at least once a week to see if they have anything new and exciting. It was a Friday, early afternoon. I had gotten off work early, so when I arrived at the store there was nobody around. No customers, and I didn't notice any employees either. They were probably in the back room. It didn't matter, I was just browsing and I didn't need any salesperson to assist me. I was looking over a variety of sheer, seamless bras when a man approached me. He was of average height and appeared to be in his early 50s. He was well-dressed and had graying, wavy hair. He had a pleasant way about him and was all smiles. 38B? I looked up at the smiling man. Uh, excuse me? I guess he could tell by my expression that I thought his approach was out of line and he immediately explained himself. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm a salesman here. I have a knack for being able to tell sizes. Oh. I still thought it was a weird way to approach a customer, but the fact that he was an employee put me at ease, and he was spot on about my bra size. Is there anything I can help you with today? I shook my head. No, I'm just browsing. Okay, great. If you need anything, just give me a holler. I'll be over by the register. Thank you. He started walking away and then quickly spun around and walked back to me. By the way, are you a reward member? No, I didn't even realize you offered something like that. It's brand new, and anybody who signs up gets $50 off their first order of more than $100. Wow, really? Yes, I'll get you signed up when you check out, and you can apply it to your order today. That was a great deal, and it doesn't take much to surpass $100 in a lingerie store, so that wasn't going to be a problem. 
Once I picked out my items, I went to the register and was greeted by the smiley man. Can I get your name, address, and phone number, please? I'll get your rewards card printed up right now. I gave him the information. He jotted it down, excused himself, and disappeared into the back room. After a few minutes, he reemerged. If you come on back here, I'll snap your picture and give you your card. This seemed a little odd to me. Snap my picture? Yes, your picture will be on the back of your rewards card. It'll only take a minute. This was sounding like a lot of trouble, and normally I would have just declined, but I had that $50 savings on my mind and figured the inconvenience would be worth it. He held his smile as he stood by the backroom door and waited for me. As I took a few steps toward him, I heard a loud feminine scream emitting from beyond the backroom door. Help! Somebody help me! For the first time, I saw the smile disappear from the bra salesman's face and it was replaced with an expression of shock and fear. Shit! The startled bra salesman shoved past me and bolted out of the store. My mind was racing, trying to comprehend what just happened, and then refocused when I heard another scream from the back room. Help! Help! I rushed into the back room toward the anguished cries for help. I froze, stunned at the sight before me. There were five women gagged and bound. They were only wearing bras and panties. It turns out the man wasn't a bra salesman at all. He was just some freak who came into the store and took the employees hostage in the back room. He then used the rewards card ploy on every customer who came in that day to lure them into the back room. When he'd get them there, he'd overpower them, strip them down to their underwear, and tie them up. Fortunately for me, one of the victim's gags had come loose and she was able to scream out before I became another pawn in this sick man's game. The creepiest thing for me was that the man had my name, address, and phone number. Well, that was the creepiest thing for me until tonight when I opened up my mailbox and found a 38B sized bra inside with a note attached that read, I hope to assist you again very soon. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. Here's a super fun way to support the show. Go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store and buy some Maniac on the Loose merchandise. Let the world know you're a listener. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, there's a bunch of items to choose from. And you have a multitude of design choices, including all of my book covers. Go take a look. It's super cool. Go on. Do it. Right now. Go. ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store.
If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com slash support. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support. (laughs) 